0: going through those experiences, you know, I learned that I am worth more than how I was feeling in those relationships. They weren't even technically relationships. It was just how I was being treated by men in general. And I'm just like... This is not gonna happen Like I am not gonna feel this way You know And um, I am lucky enough That I learned that at a young age Let's dig through the mud together We're so glad you're here Join us here each week my day da da
1: Hi, loves. Welcome to Mudlark. I'm your host, Danny Boltz, and I started this podcast because for years I stayed quiet in my own mess. And when I started to speak and honestly tell the truth for the first time in my life, it was within those moments of ruthless vulnerability that I felt most seen and connected. So now I believe with every ounce of who I am that it is our stories that connect us, especially the darker, stickier, more challenging parts of them. I'm not here to bring you big names, you guys. I'm here to bring you huge topics. And now it's time for us to dig through the mud together. Let's go. Hi, you guys. Welcome back to the show. I'm so glad you're here. Today, I am introducing you to my little sister, Sasha Garrett. Holy hell. (laughs) I can't really even begin to put into words what happened in this conversation that you're about to listen to with my little sister. Interviewing family has been so powerful in just my own healing and in my relationships with the people that I love the most, my mom and my sister. And I just have to say it has to do with breaking walls down in these conversations. And it's almost like, bringing them onto the podcast has helped create space for me to see them as their own people rather than just like my mom or my sister. And yeah, if you haven't listened to episode three with my mom, Kristen Cruz do. It's really good. It was one of the first, oh, it's episode two. It's not episode three. Yeah. Excuse me. Episode two with my mom. It's so good. Uh, so bringing Sasha on, Sasha is someone I've always really looked up to and I've just always seen her as so unapologetically herself and very confident. We are probably two of the most vastly different people. We are complete opposites in almost every single way. And honestly, I've mentioned it in past episodes, our relationship has been... Pretty tumultuous. There's been a lot of pain. We went through a lot of trauma together when we were little. And honestly, this conversation helped me understand my sister, not even during, but after. At one point in the show, I start to ask her some questions about our relationship as sisters. And she got really quiet, which you will notice, and it just feels really important to share with you what happened after the show. Um, my sister and I had one of the greatest healings we've ever had and really are beginning to understand each other in a whole new way, a whole new light, and my heart has just never felt so good and close, and I just love her more than anything in the world. More on this to come um but yeah it was it was a very healing experience and i'm excited for you to listen uh when i decided to bring the topics of sex and relationships onto the show i immediately thought of my sister <laughs> which probably sounds funny but it's just because i've always seen her as someone who like truly embodies her sexuality in like the most unmovable way she's just really confident and beautiful and honestly this is just something I've really struggled with, like embodying my own sexuality. You'll hear in the show that it hasn't always been easy for her, this confidence. She shares so candidly about some really traumatic experiences that happened to her sexually. She talks about her first time having sex. And yeah, it was just such a jam-packed, filled episode. Um, she even talked about her experience in therapy. She, I can't wait for you guys to hear this because it's just, it just proves how important it is to be careful with the therapist you choose because she felt so much shame talking about her interest in women when she was really young. Like that's so brave. I think she was maybe 14 years old. Um, and he's like, no, you can't do that. So anyway, I don't want to give it all away, but there is just so much goodness in here. I do want to just let you guys know that if you have gone through some sexual trauma of your own, this could be potentially triggering. So just keep that in mind. I'll let you make that choice if you're ready for that. But I'm just really excited to share Sasha with you. And I just know you're going to love her so very much. Um, I wanted to let you know before we hop into the episode... I'll be I'll actually be in Montana by the time this airs. And um so that's in 2 days. <laughs> and um I'm going to be recording a couple of different episodes, a couple solo episodes. I'm going to bring you next week one about my experience with sexuality and relationships, which if you've l- listened to episode 3, you've learned a little bit, but I'm going to go deep into some of my blocks with sex and some of my previous blocks in relationship. And I'm also going to do a catch-up episode. Catch-up. We're going to talk about catch-up. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) But just catching you up onto all of these things that I am currently working on. I'm bringing you guys a lot of new stuff. There's so much going on in my life. And I just want to fucking fill you in because there's so much. (laughs) Holy crap. Anyway, so without further ado, let's move on to my conversation with Sasha Garrett. And I will see you on the other side
0: nervous what are you nervous about I don't know talking about uh my past it comes
1: to sex yeah do you want to just start by telling people who you are what your name is and a little bit about where you come from um my name is Sasha (laughs) (laughs) there's gonna be laughter because
0: this (laughs) is my little sister so just be okay with that Uh. Um, well, I grew up on the mountain, same as you, um, went to Welch's middle school, very small town, very small school, not a lot of variety at all. Um, variety in what? In people in general, Mm -hmm. I would say, um, I didn't have very many friends. I was kind of a little bit in my own world. I had a couple like close friends, but, um, I kind of was like a lone wolf yeah. in my own way. Yeah. I uh, kept to myself, you know. And you hung at home
1: a lot. Yeah. With, with mama. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sasha was the mama's girl. <laughs> I was, yeah.
0: Um, but yeah, once I got into high school, you know, my, I feel like friendships and uh, attractions were wider. There's a, a very big variety, you know. Um Yeah. And it was the same kind of in high school. I only had a few close friends throughout mm-hmm. high school, and they were my family. What were you like as a little girl? Um, I would say... A monkey, a monkey. <laughs> yeah, we will share links to
1: cute little baby Sasha in the show notes, but she was an actual little monkey.
0: I was a little muppet, so as mom would say, "fucking <laughs> cute." Um, as a little girl, I would say I was very shy, and I loved the outdoors, mm-hmm. and I loved animals. I mean, I'm still the same way. That's why I own four cats. <laughs>
1: You were a cat baby, and now you are a cat woman. I am,
0: yeah, so... Yeah. Yeah. And I...
1: I was thinking about this conversation before you got here and I was thinking, well, this is funny because I asked the listeners, I was like, all right, you guys, what do you want to hear about? And sex and relationships was like number one. And I just think it's funny that having my sister on the show was the first (laughs) thing that came to my mind. I know. (laughs) And well, the reason I thought of you is like, I've just always seen you as someone who just is very confident when it comes to like owning your sexuality and just who you are and that's always something that's been hard for me I've always felt really blocked and kind of like like the goofy girl or the dork or like the girl who's pretty but not hot and I've always just seen you as like (laughs) this like hot little (laughs) latina girl (laughs) <laughs> even though you're like d- you're not Mexican you're completely white but yeah I've just like always seen that in you so I'm just yeah. curious where the fuck does that come from you where- know it,
0: it took a long time did it because yeah. I'm pretty sure you were born that no, way no I mean I have suffered with um insecurity just like every other person in the world you know yeah um I think uh I went through some things as uh, like in my late teenage years, uh, definitely going through experiences with guys um, and going through those experiences, you know, I learned that I am worth more than how I was feeling in those relationships. Not, they weren't even technically relationships. It was just how I was being treated by men in general and i'm just like this is not gonna happen like i am not gonna feel this way you know and um i am lucky enough that i learned that at a young age yeah how old were you probably like 19 right 19 is when i feel Mm -hmm. like i you know i stepped up and i uh, put my foot on the ground and i was just like you know but even after i was 19 you know i still i still struggled with that you know it that wasn't like the end of the story you know i still struggled with insecurities and what did the insecurities look like um usually about you know my appearance that i wasn't skinny enough or mm-hmm. i don't know i just i felt like i didn't meet the criteria of um like a hot girlfriend you know yeah. but as I got older, I, that's, that's not how I felt though. Like I felt like I was, you know, my confidence grew, you know, Yeah. especially after having sex with different people and uh, like my experiences with, um, other people, you know, my confidence just grew, you know? And, um, yeah
1: and how old are you when you had sex for the first time 17
0: 17 yeah it and- was really difficult though <laughs> was, i wouldn't really call it like uh, <laughs> it wasn't technically penetration <laughs>
1: So can I just share the similarity we had? Yeah. Okay. So this might be, this whole fucking episode might be TMI, (laughs) but if you read like the title, then whatever, you know what you're getting into. But so Sasha and I both (laughs) had a similar experience with our vaginas growing up that we like, I think we both researched Google, like, like the girl without a hole. (laughs)
0: I couldn't even fit the tiniest tampon in my twat. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, exactly. And we both were
1: like really afraid. And I don't know, because I was like, same as you, I was a little older than you when I had sex for the first time. But I literally didn't think I could put anything in there. I know, yeah. It felt too small. <laughs> yeah. Not the case anymore. Yeah, No. <laughs>
0: It's Like you're getting ripped in half. Yeah, it was scary. <laughs> it so, is very scary. your first
1: time wasn't like necessarily like what you would ex- like. Oh, just you- oh god, up. no.
0: I think I drank Everclear, which is like the highest proof of alcohol you can fucking buy. <laughs> and I had drank that. We- I was with like a few friends, and we were over at his house, and we were watching like. I don't, Assassin's Creed or something like that. Like some some weird movie. Yeah. And my friends had gone upstairs because they were going to bang. Yeah. And so we just like slowly, he was like, you know, touching me. And I was like, do you have a condom?
1: Oh, my God. (laughs)
0: And he was like, uh yeah <laughs> and I'm like let's fucking get this over with like let's do it because it was like years of him and i knowing each other and i'm just like the build up is just let's get it over with like right. we both want to have sex like let's fucking do it was there a letdown moment for you after it happened yeah um or did you like just- my first reaction i want to say yes but i it wasn't what i was expecting yeah um it was definitely really strange to be like have a guy see my vagina for the first time. Like I was, look at it. Like look at it. And yeah. I'm just and like try to put something in it. I'm like, <laughs> oh, my God, I'm so vulnerable right now. Yeah. You know, it's just like it's a scary experience. But and you it's
1: I don't know. It's kind of interesting, too, because it sounds like you were drunk but I you- was yeah
0: I mean I remember the whole thing yeah um but I was definitely a little loosey-goosey you know that's why I I wanted to do it because yeah. I felt like if I was sober I was just a little pussy like I was scared I was just like <laughs> I don't want to you know but I did like I was scared to go and like go forward with it you yeah, know Yeah, for sure and, and so I got you know a little drink in me and I was just like you were, I'm game let's it do al- this. and it
1: almost seems like that getting it over with kind yeah. of feeling yeah
0: because I wanted to have sex for so long but I was mortified yeah I was so scared I was too yeah and I and I had like a lot of chances there was plenty of chances and I was just like no I can't do it I have to turn around I gotta go back you know I can't follow through right I can relate with that
1: so hard because it's it's also so hard when you are one of your only friends that hasn't yeah. I mean, I don't know if that was your experience, but that was mine. I mm-hmm. felt like all my friends from childhood had like, already done it. And I was still just, I mean, I had done <laughs> other things, but like going that final like whole way. I was like, like here s- we go. Yeah, it was scary. <laughs> it was so scary. So yeah. like just to back it up a little bit, I think it would be good to talk about like just what you witnessed um, in childhood, growing up, obviously, we both grew up in the same home, yeah. and I felt like I was a really, like, hypersexual kid just from, like, what I saw. And yeah, that's- I feel
0: like we were surrounded with, we were exposed to yeah. a lot of that. Like, it wasn't very well hidden. Right. I mean, I remember... Just walking in. we finding a dildo at like six-year-old and I'm holding it. I'm like, mom, what's this? Oh like, God. what is this? What is this? Because <laughs> it looked it like an alien yeah. arm or something. Yeah. I'm like, what the
1: fuck? Yeah, because it just wasn't... Things weren't hidden. But it's also yeah. like, isn't it so weird to think back at like how young our parents were though? And like, yeah, I mean, so... Yeah. Sa- Sasha is fi- almost five years younger than me. You're 25? Yes. Yeah, you're 25. Mm-hmm. And mom, I guess, when you were six years old, how do we do this math?
0: So she would have been in her early 30s. Early 30s? Yeah. Because she was uh 27 or 24. Oh, yeah. You're right. Yeah. 25 when she had me.
1: Yeah, she was 25 when she had you. Yeah. So young. Yeah.
0: So she would have been like 31.
1: Yeah. So just witnessing kind of a lot of like stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just like, "What are you guys doing?" Right. And did you? <sighs> would you get like that kind of grossed out, but also like intrigue feeling?
0: Kinda. I I think it was more of like I I was just scared. Like if something, <laughs> like if I walked in, I would just be like. Oh my god! Like I'm gonna get in trouble, you know? Because yeah. my dad would get so mad at me. He's like a fucking knock, like yeah. you know. And uh, I was just like, I'm sorry, I didn't know, <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> I know it's so
1: sick. Yeah, I just remember, like, I mean, I remember. <laughs> I have to share it. I have to share it. And you, I also there's there are some stories that I know I will not share because obviously there's other people that we love that are probably listening (laughs) that are probably listening but also just to like be respectful of our mother like there's some things i don't want to share but this one story is kind of just like a funny peek into (laughs) what i witnessed growing up and how i viewed sex but I remember we were camping and you were, (laughs) you were a little girl (laughs) and we had like this little trailer, one of those that you'd like hook on the back of a truck and, well, all you do, but like the one that sits in like the bed of a truck. Mm -hmm. I think it was one of the, I don't know. No, because there was a bunk bed. Doesn't matter. Doesn't fucking matter what kind of truck it was or trailer, but I was on the top bunk and you were down there on the bottom as a baby kind of curled up and in your little corner and then mom and your dad were doing their thing and I woke up because we're in a trailer I was five year five and a half maybe six years old so you were like a literal like infant I was a little baby yeah like s- still that age where I think it's semi-okay for mm-hmm. parents to do that around their kid because it's like infant They I don't, don't know. know anything they don't know anything <laughs> um, but I r- I guess like I, r- I remember it vaguely but like this way mom tells it is I was literally propped up like I had my my head resting in my hand I was up on my elbow watching and mom I don't know if it was mom or your dad who like looked up at me but they were like and I just go kind of like watching a movie and I just like smile
0: (laughs) that's so sick it is so So sick something you would do yeah
1: but I do think like when kids grow up in an environment where they're just they're seeing a lot and they're exposed to a lot I think it really can kind of kickstart yeah like curiosity that curiosity and drive because at age like five and a half six like I was already feeling a lot of feelings yeah
0: were you about that age yeah I was probably about like seven or eight Right. When I was just like, "What am I feeling? What yeah. is this?" You yeah, for sure. Like I felt like hormones were kicking in, and yeah. I was so confused. I'm like, "What the fuck is going on yeah, with my
1: body?" Did you have
0: relationships in high school? Um, not like a steady relationship. I wouldn't say relationships. See That's the thing. Like throughout my life, um, I really haven't had. Actual relationships, like right. uh, serious relationships, you know? Yeah. Um, I consider it, uh, you know, hanging out for a couple months here, yeah. a couple months there, you know? Um, but there was uh, one guy throughout, like, high school that him and I had feelings for each other. Mm-hmm. And um, I thought that I was going to be with him, but... It, it just wasn't natural. Like, it didn't... Mm. I mean, we got along well, but it was just... It was forced. Yeah. It was just like, mm, this isn't going to work, you know?
1: And I just feel like that has been kind of this theme in your life. Which yeah, it's for It's like, sure. you know, where mom and I have been more in, like, the serial monogamy side of, like, yeah. always being in relationships. Yeah. And that... I mean, I always was for yeah. the most part. But yeah. for you, I feel like you've always... I don't know if it's like the com- is it like a f- commitment th- fear kind of thing or is it more just like a worth thing like you're like this actually doesn't feel good
0: I think it's both um for me it was definitely I didn't I didn't want to be tied down because, I mean, especially like in my early 20s, I was just like, I am a free bitch. Yeah. Like, I don't want to be, I I was my own person, you know, like I got my first place yeah. and I was single and I loved it. And, and I you could, bought
1: your own car. Yeah, yeah.
0: And I could just, I was doing my own thing and it felt so good. And it was like, the way I saw it back then is like, if I were to get into a relationship with someone it was like I'm giving up freedom part of myself yeah Yeah. like what I want to do like when you're single you can do whatever the fuck you want you can go to the store and buy a bag of cookies you can (laughs) you know go to the river like (laughs) hang out with your friends you know I mean you can do those things when you're in a relationship but like Back then, I didn't think of it that way. And yeah, it's like, but there, even when you are in a relationship,
1: like, yeah, you can do those things, but there is somebody to consider and to kind of check in with. Yeah, exactly. And I
0: didn't want to be able to, like, I didn't want to have to do that. I didn't want to tell someone where I was going. Like, yeah, I want to, I'm going to do what I'm going to do. You know, I don't need to ask permission or I don't need to tell anybody, you know? Yeah. And so that was my mentality for... A long time right for a long time and uh, yeah it just like none no one was like worth giving up that until obviously I met AJ right yeah you know? and
1: I mean that's a good segue into like one of the main topics I wanted to explore with you on the show today is you were primarily in like heterosexual relationships yeah. forever mm-hmm. but now you're in a long-term committed relationship with a woman woman. who's amazing (laughs) and um I'm just curious like how far back was it where you started to have like feelings for women because I feel like it was further back I mean it was a while back yeah can you take us back to that and kind of what that looked like for you
0: it was probably like when I think about it the first thought that comes to my mind is probably in middle school um because I remember, you know, I was kind of a nature girl. You know, yeah. I love being outside. Maybe people saw me as a tomboy. I don't know. But mm-hmm. I remember other kids like in middle school being like, you are such a lesbian, Sasha. <laughs> and I'm just like... When you were little? When I was in middle school. Whoa. And I'm just like, no, I'm fucking not. Like, Stop calling me a lesbian. You know, <laughs> And I, I was just like so confused because I didn't understand why. They thought I was gay. They thought I was gay in middle school. (laughs) Was (laughs) it um, offensive to you? Well, yeah, because, you know, especially in Welch's, there was nothing. No. There was no. Like you said,
1: slim pickings. uh,
0: Very slim. And there wasn't really any gay people around. The only gay people were uh, at the Mount Hood store. Yeah. Yeah
1: that gay couple yes and they're cozy <laughs>
0: yeah. bill i think his name is yeah. something like that <laughs>
1: you're like you're like why do i love these guys yeah. so much
0: <laughs> <laughs> but i just remember growing up and like they were like the only gay couple that yeah that we knew of yeah right? I and mean, we did live next to lesbians when we lived with my dad but oh yeah that's right yeah so there wasn't very many. That's two out of like our whole childhood. <laughs> That's true. So I think it came there was definitely fear attached to that when do you remember
1: who like did you have a crush on a girl?
0: Um, my first crush on a girl was probably when I was, like, 14. Yeah. It was in high school. Okay. And I was...
1: Uh, I think I remember that. It yeah. was, like, the androgynous girl, right? Yeah. And you were... J- I think you- I was
0: like, what's going on? Yeah. I think you <laughs> talked to me about it and... Because I didn't know what to do. Because right. I... Um, okay. Yeah. So, at that time, when I was a freshman in high school, um, I was going to therapy. And uh, my counselor, I... You know, he was probably the first person that I would talk to about, like, any of my issues, you know, because when I was, like, 13, you know, my anxiety started coming in in -hmm. my depression, and, uh, he was the first person I think I had a conversation with about me having this crush, you know, freshman in high school, and I was really confused because I was like, I'm, you know, I don't see myself (laughs) as a lesbian, you know, um, but I told him that I had like this crush on this girl, and like i like I couldn't stop thinking about it, right, you know I'd see her every day, and I'm just like, i would would, get... you,
1: would you talk to her
0: sometimes okay. but not like it, she had no idea like, yeah. i mean i was I was scared, <laughs> you yeah. know, I was a little <laughs> pussy,, <laughs> Yeah. but um, he was the first person I told, and he awful it was so awful, it was an awful experience he told me oh, no, like, girl-on-girl relationships don't work. Like, that's not going to work. Yeah. And he totally shut me down. And I think that resonated with me for... A long time yeah and i didn't think it did but, but now obviously. that i look back it i think it definitely affected me because i was young you were and so young he and then, was someone i looked up to you know right. and he was just like nope you're not gonna do that like yeah it like instantly probably sent you into shame and yeah, just being like what's wrong sure. with like me? i didn't want to talk about it with it and i talked about it with you i think yeah um i remember you saying it in a way like you were kind of
1: you, you did it not in a very, like, direct way. Yeah. But then, <laughs> trying to be secret. Yeah. And you're like, there's this, yeah, there's this girl at my school that, like, kind of looks boyish and, but she's, like, a really cute boy. <laughs> like, you did something <laughs> like that. Do you? Yeah. It was not straightforward. Or, yeah. And yeah. then I was, like, looking at you because you were just like, <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah. And so... That was kind of your first experience and having, like, feelings mm-hmm. for a girl. Did yeah. that um continue to show up for you? Definitely. Yeah. yeah uh, ever since.
0: Yeah. I think growing up in such a small town, especially, like, after, you know, I moved to Sandy after the mountain. um, After high school, you know, there were... It's just something that was always in the back of my mind, like that some, you know, like something would come up, like say a lesbian would come into my work and I'm just like, I would get really excited and I'm like, why the <laughs> fuck am I getting excited right now? You know, I was just like, it, I was so confused, but then like, you know, I realized, I was like, you know, I, I think I am attracted to women and, um, yeah. for me it was it was weird to say, you know? Well, and, I
1: mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think I fall into this boat. It's scary to kind of claim something yeah, because then you feel like you can't go back.
0: Yeah, or people label you. Yeah, or, or like, they put you into, like... A category. Yeah. And I'm not a category. I just, like... And that's how I always felt. Like, I didn't feel like I was a certain thing.
1: Like, you're like, I, I'm not just, like, a lesbian. I don't just like no. and women. I
0: like... A, people you know and people who understand me you know mm-hmm. and so and it's really easy for me to connect with women I think you yeah know? absolutely um
1: would you be open to talking about just some of your like traumas you've experienced with sex I mean I know there's been just I mean like everybody I think sex can be really tumultuous and yeah. scary especially mm-hmm. when we're young and would you be open to talking about some of that? Yeah. Okay. Just yeah. like experiences with men. I mean, it could be do more than one, like, s- does more than one scenario pop into your mind?
0: Um, yeah. There's a few. Yeah. There's a few. There's a, you know, you can take us wherever. I mean, okay. Yeah. Um, probably one of the most traumatic would probably be, um, it was like I said it it probably I wouldn't consider him a boyfriend but it was probably my first like actual like partnership with a a guy um and it was when I was 19 and he was almost 10 years older than me so uh it was before I was 21 you know he was 27 or something like that Mm -hmm. um and so I you know it's exhilarating to be with someone that's, of course, older. They feel You feel like, you know, they're more experienced in life and everything. So I think I definitely looked up to him in a sort of way, you know. And whenever we were together, you know, um, all we did... I feel like all we did was party. All I did was drink, um, do drugs. Like, I did a lot of stuff mm. when I... When him and I were hanging out, you know? Right. Um, and one particular night, you know, he had a, a big house party and there was people there that I had known, you know, that I knew from just like growing up on the mountain, you know? Yeah. People you were close yeah. with. Yeah. And- that mom knows that mom works with. And so, um, it's, it was really intimidating because I was like the baby. Yeah, a little I, girl. I, I was literally the youngest person at this house. Mm. And I think that's how people viewed me is like I was a stupid little girl, you know. And uh, I would just get really fucked up yeah. every time. I don't know what it was. I think it was maybe subconsciously me trying to prove myself that I could hang with the big boys, you know. The, or the, try oh, to numb out like the nervousness yeah, of being like the yeah, baby. Yeah. And I definitely I did that a lot. Like I would drink... You know, and so this one night in particular, um, I drank a lot and then I ended up doing Molly that night and I completely blacked out. Like there, I don't remember a thing. Mm -hmm. Um, I do remember waking up in his bed. I was in his bedroom and, um, I was really intoxicated. (laughs) Like um and I woke up and someone was coming into the room and I thought it was him, the guy that I was seeing. Yeah. And I was just like, oh okay, like he's coming to bed, you know? And so I like pass out, you know, like I go back to sleep and then I remember waking up and like I was naked and I'm like I was so fucked up i was like yeah. why am i naked like i was so confused and i'm like looking around and it's not even the guy that i was seeing it was one of his friends had wow. come into the room yeah. and uh invited himself into the bed yeah and uh and you and he raped you he we didn't he didn't have sex with me. He didn't have sex no, with me. No, no. But he got me naked yeah. and he touched me in Gross. a way that I did not want to be touched, Ugh. obviously. Um I wanna kill him. I know. <laughs> I hate it. So I think the most tra- traumatic part of that was, you know, I I wake up, I notice it's not the guy that I'm with. Yeah. And I like I was so scared. Yeah, I like and I'm going in and out of consciousness at this point. Like that's how that's how intoxicated. Yeah, it was alcohol and drugs. Yeah, Yeah. and uh, I wake up in the morning and uh, nobody is in the bed. I'm I'm alone in the bed. I'm naked and uh, I get up. I am hung over as a motherfucker Yeah, and I. the whole house is empty. Where like, was everybody? Nobody. And there was like probably 25 people at the house. Where that was night. the guy you were dating? He was gone.
1: He was gone? He was
0: gone. I woke up and the house was completely empty. That's scary. And I, you know, I'm in that morning fog of like after, you know, long night of partying, you know, I'm in that fog. And I remember sitting on the toilet and everything, it was like a slap in the face. Like I remember everything that happened it like and all came out. and i was sitting on the toilet and i was just sobbing Aww. and i was looking for somebody in the house i remember house was completely empty and i remember i started crying and i didn't stop for like six hours mm. and i get a text message saying from the guy that I was seeing at the time, saying, oh, you fucked my friend. Like, you fucked him. And I was like, no, that is not what happened. I did not fuck your friend. He came into the room when I went to bed and invited himself into your fucking bed. Like, that had nothing to do with Ew, me. He totally turned and it on And he flipped you. it. Yeah. And oh, he, my God. He was, like, basically, like, I'm a little hoe, you know? And that's how everybody at that party saw me. Like, they thought that... And I'm, like, how is that even possible? What are you... I oh thought my that, I thought they were crazy because they thought that I had somehow... Right. ...brought him into the guy that I was seeing. His room... and i'm like are you guys a fucking idiot Like they see what they want to see they do and they uh, you know i'm like in my mind i'm like i went to your bedroom where i thought was a safe place yeah you know i thought his house was a safe place and but i mean obviously i was wrong you know i went to his bedroom to go to bed yeah thinking it was a safe environment and i woke up with a stranger that had gotten me naked right and was doing what he wanted with me what what happened after everything like he blamed me he blamed me and he basically i remember we i tried talking to him about it i went over to his house like because uh, what had happened is all the people that were at the party yeah uh went floating went to the river no and no one like invited me they just (gasps) left me there (laughs) That's so awful. Yeah. And so. really painful. I went through a lot of shit with him, like, uh, emotionally. Just, like, being treated like that, you know? And that's that's what kick-started the whole confidence thing. Like. Yeah. Nobody should feel like that. No. Nobody. No. And I felt. Like a piece of trash being kicked around. Like it was awful. Yeah.
1: And you were so young and you were just really, I mean, yeah, you were drinking, you were trying things out as many 19 year olds do. Yeah. But it's just, yeah, I don't know. It's really hard. And it's really hard too because we're not going to be dropping names at all about this situation because I do know this person. But when you grow up in a small community and like, I continued to see him. Yeah. And it's just, like, really weird, like, yeah. in those situations, and I don't know. I'm just so sorry that happened. It's fucked. It did you tell fucked. mom right away?
0: I did. Oh, uh, no. Actually, I I didn't tell. The only person I had told was, like, two of my friends. Yeah. Um, I didn't tell mom for the longest time. And I do You were know- still living at home at that yeah, time. Yeah. So that was probably why. Yeah. And uh because I didn't want there to be a huge ordeal. Mm-hmm. Um because in my eyes I was taking I was like someone took advantage of me. Yeah. But in everybody everybody else's eyes like you were I a hoe. <laughs> I was a slut. Yeah. And I'm I I couldn't handle that. Like I was so upset. It was mortifying. Yes. And nobody asked me if I was okay. Like everybody was just like oh she's like a little slut you know like she would fuck anything you know and it that was not the story at all
1: it's such a fucking painful thing because it's like I mean I can relate on like softer like different levels like things that have happened in my life where it's like People weren't seeing me as I truly was. Yeah. And it was so debilitating. It is. And so, cause it's your
0: character. Yeah. And you're like, no, no, this is not me. Like, yeah, you it, are wrong. And people don't even care to even ask, you know? Yeah. And so,
1: that's crazy. So, how did that, I ask you that because I know how much these incidents like these things with sex especially something so vulnerable like these shape us I shape us in who we are today and there's so much healing that has to happen so what does that look like for you like from then on what did you do in relationships
0: um I definitely uh tried to be more aware of a safe place you know like making sure that I was in a safe place you know that people like I, your like, environment yeah the like, people you were around yeah exactly like uh, making sure I wasn't putting myself in an environment where someone could potentially do that kind of stuff again you know like and it's sad because like uh, people women shouldn't have to think about that you know yeah, and people shouldn't like, have to uh, but I mean you do and I did um yeah. I always made sure that one of my friends was around you know like someone that I knew would Take care of something you know like take yeah. care of me yeah if need be you know right. um I definitely was more aware after that happened do you feel like
1: you kind of started to get away from drugs more at that time or you no. still had a ways
0: <laughs> no.
1: you still had a while to go I
0: still had a while to go yeah there is um yeah I still you know continued to party after after that yeah. um I think It took a couple years, you know, I definitely didn't do as many after that had happened because I wanted to be, I never wanted to feel that way again, like uh, getting blackout and not knowing what happened to my body, you know, like not being there basically. And that was, that was probably the, I think the most traumatic part of that whole thing was. The accusations. Yeah. At the end of it. Like everybody and I it wasn't even everybody. I could just feel You knew that's how people saw me. Yeah. And nobody asked me what happened.
1: Oh, uh, Nobody asked me what happened. It's so insane. It's it's like I said, people see what they want to see yeah, and if their buddy like they didn't want to see their buddy as being someone who would do something Take like advantage
0: that. of a fucked up little girl yeah <laughs> you know? exactly yeah and
1: yeah you were just so young too yeah. i mean you're over 18 but so young yeah oh my god yeah
0: it was crazy but yeah. i did learn a lot from it you know i yeah i in that whole you know when I was 18 or sorry, uh, 19 to 20, you know, I feel like I learned a lot in that year. Yeah. Like uh, after I was done seeing that guy, right? um, I was like, I can do so much better than this. Like, uh, why am I putting myself in a situation where I, I feel like shit all the time, Right, you know? It's just, it's just crazy to me how far I've come since then. Yeah. You know, it just blows my mind. Well, it's like, that's how
1: we learn. I mean, some of us like are somehow unicorn born into this world with just super high self-worth and every, but it's like, that's not typical No, and it's usually something that has to be learned. Go through
0: crazy experiences like that.
1: Yeah. To knock us back into our worth and It's So after that situation, did you just kind of do that continuing, like, just spending time with guys and, like, maybe hang out for a couple months and have sex and hook up? And were there any other experiences through there that you want to talk about that's kind of brought you to where you are today? There was definitely
0: um, a couple guys that um, I had met after. So it was after I was 19, you know, Mm -hmm. after that little relationship uh that were they were okay you know i mean they were yeah. just like those kind of time yeah you know just getting to know somebody and then we would have sex and then that would be the end of it, you know? <laughs> <You're> like <laughs> and, it was nice knowing yeah you. like yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. you know it, it just it never evolved into anything right deeper than that because i feel like that's that's not what I I wanted it but I feel like that's not what I was looking for I was just looking to have experience and to meet different people like I didn't want to find a relationship yeah you know what I mean like it took me a long time to actually like feel like I wanted a relationship yeah because I could do without you know yeah and yeah
1: right and I guess like can we go back even again yeah. <laughs> let's just yeah. keep rewinding because um, I just want to get more into like what sex has been like for you like even in like those heterosexual relationships mm-hmm. that kind of led you to who you are with today yeah um, did you like sex
0: I did so, okay. <laughs> I did I did <laughs> I fucking loved it <laughs>
1: Uh, You should have seen this, like, uh, smile that, like, crept across her face. She's like, I I did. I I just, and I I also to like, just throw this in there. Like, I mean, just to paint the picture, my sister was, like, the, like, in her teens. Like, she would, like, set the stage in the house. She would, like, dress sexy (laughs) as hell and wear, like, high heels and, like, fucking dance to Biggie. Like, you were, like... (laughs) You would
0: dance so well. You were always like in you were always sexy. I definitely had a little lingerie fetish when I was in my teens and yeah. I would always I remember <laughs> I would always put my lingerie on, like I would collect a cheap ass lingerie <laughs> and I would put on my hot pink heels and I would clean the house. <laughs> I was- When I was by myself and I remember the landlord would come over. I don't know why he was over there, but he would be like, oh, I need to, you know, turn off the water pipe. You're like, oh. And I'm in a full lingerie set. so fucking creepy. It was so creepy. And then I'd come over and I'd want
1: to dance. I'd want to, like, be (laughs) able to tap into the sexiness. And I had a hard, I still have a hard time. I'm still learning. But I remember I'd go over and I'll be like, I try to dance like you. And then you just start laughing at me. (laughs) you'd be like "Uh." you're like do I
0: do it like this Sasha
1: (laughs) I'm like asking my little sister I was like is this how I move around and you're like oh no 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 you got way nicer with me though later because you could tell I actually was like wanting to learn (laughs) how to do stuff (laughs) so you stopped shaming me thank you for (laughs) that
0: (laughs) um no it's funny you bring that up so this is a conversation I had with AJ a while ago who's your girlfriend yes who's my girlfriend um you know when i got with her i realized something about myself that i didn't realize until i was with somebody that actually loved me for me you know um and that's like what i learned was um throughout all the guys that i that i've been with i was trying to be like this sex goddess in their life you know like I wanted to be the best you know like like, a little porn star I wanted to be their fantasy yeah and I that was like Lolita that's why you were obsessed
1: with Lolita you fucking sicko (laughs)
0: like I wanted to be this thing that like when they saw me like when they thought of me I they wanted, just needed you yeah like I yeah. wanted when they think about me I wanted them to think like that was the best sex they were ever going to have in their life you yeah. know that, and that was something that, that was like, empowering but it was also it fucked with my head yeah for sure because I I did and I did it with every every guy right every guy that um like I just wanted to be the little Nimpo, you know and um i didn't realize that until i got with aj and i because that part of me was still there i was still trying to do that with her oh i because i think it was insecurity of losing them yeah and her like had being married before Mm -hmm. like she was married yeah she has an ex-wife now um and she had only been with women you know and i'm over here like i don't know what the fuck i'm doing but i want to show her that like i am gonna be the best sex that she will ever have right and so after being with her it was probably like a year and a half i started you know that feeling started deteriorating and it I it scared me yeah because I felt like I needed to keep that up like I needed I right. need to be this idol this fantasy of every person that I've been with you know <laughs> but it was
1: the first long-term and relationship. it was the first
0: long-term where she yeah. just she didn't care you know like it, right. it it was a weird process for me and yeah. it was very hard because seems like a letting go yeah and it was uh, me realizing that I don't need to put on a show no for anyone right you know and that's how I kind of see it is like I just I wanted to put on a show for everybody that yeah. I was with like you know it was weird. Yeah, That's I weird. can I
1: can totally relate to it. Yeah, it, like thinking back. I mean, even when I, especially when I was having the affair with that married man. Yeah, like before high and everything. But um in my last relationship, if you haven't listened to episode three, you'll hear go back. You'll hear my old <laughs> fucking story, <laughs> all the cheating in my past. Um, but yeah, when I was seeing that married guy, yeah, it was that especially there cuz i yeah. it like fed my ego so hard Yeah, it was like not only is he like choosing me over his wife right now but and it's like i wanted to make it like you said the best ever so that even when he went back to her he He would think of you he would just be thinking about me exactly yeah it was fucked up it's so fucked up it's so (laughs) unhealthy and it's but it's also like I have a lot of tenderness for that girl like me in the past because I was just hurting yeah and I just wanted I didn't feel lovable unless I was putting that show on exactly
0: like without sex like you're not lovable unless you're having sex with somebody yeah and it
1: was like the way to um really connect and i think we have we've had different roads like with our sexual experiences cuz i think you've actually felt a ton of pleasure in yeah. sex right like yeah 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 <laughs> yes i'm so excited for mom to listen to this episode oh god I'm no not. she already said she won't listen to it i'm like please yeah <laughs> please I t- don't <laughs> i told mom i was like i'm bringing sasha on the show to talk about sex and she's like great i can't wait to not listen <laughs> I was like, go fuck yourself <laughs> um but like i don't know it's wait where was i i just got flustered Pleasure pleasure. Oh yeah, so like like for me, I know that sex w- felt like a way for someone to love me, like yeah. even though I was really closed off, like I felt sexually really closed off because yeah. of my sorry, my dog flopped underneath <laughs> us as he does every single show. Um because of my high school heartbreak, I really closed everything, like, sacral-related off. I was like, no, I yeah. cannot experience pleasure again because pleasure equals being left. Yeah, And that makes sense. you didn't have the same experience. So I think going into, even though we, like, the first time was physically painful, you didn't have the same emotional blocks Mm-mm. around sex. So no. you did experience great sex. And would you ever confuse that? Like, do you feel like you ever, like, confuse that with, like, being in love with someone or I don't know what was your how did you like separate or I don't know
0: definitely um when I was younger yeah when I was uh probably the first few I don't know it's not the first few probably uh, there's a couple guys that I had had sex with you know that I mean I was young so I was probably thinking you know oh is this what love is you know like Having like orgasm or having great sex yeah. and having that be amazing and uh but it's not no it's not like Mm-mm. after the sex is over I mean this <laughs> still like it, it just didn't work out because right there wasn't a deeper connection no not at all yeah, yeah. um but yeah it's it's weird to think about it is weird, it's so, weird. so how was that transition for you
1: and for your girlfriend now um have there been insecurities like on either end I mean because you have only been with men yeah and she has only been with women yeah. like there has to be some fucking <laughs> oh, there, com- there comparison <laughs> and weird shit going on can you talk about that a little bit yeah
0: um so she <laughs> I was very straightforward with her like when uh her and I first got together, you know, that I had never been with a woman. Yeah. Um and you're she, like be
1: gentle. And <laughs> then
0: <like>, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> um but you know, I I uh you know communicated with her that I had only been with men and she told me that she had only been with women and uh that was like a rule almost like not a like a rule breaker for her but like a or a deal breaker a deal breaker yeah, yeah. uh because she I remember it was such a big thing for her in the beginning. She was just, like... Like, scared about it? She's like, I'm a gold star lesbian. Like, she did not say she that. She fucking said that. I'm I like, shut I... the fuck up. I'm a gold star? Like, yeah. Like, and she had been with a bunch of gold star lesbians, which means they've never had sex with men, you know? are like, good for you. I'm like, good for you, Do bitch. you guys like, have a club? Do yeah, you meet every Wednesday night and count your stars? So, I mean, it, that didn't bother me that she had never been with men like I don't care but uh it was definitely uh insecurity for me because I thought I didn't know what I was like how to do anything yeah because you didn't at that point but (laughs) then when you get into it I mean everything comes pretty fucking naturally and you're a
1: woman (laughs) and have a woman body exactly
0: so I mean it was (laughs) like uh, I don't know riding a bike (laughs) It's Like I, I already knew how to do everything, you yeah. Know? And so it just came really naturally, and then, yeah, the rest is history. Yeah. And you guys have been together how long? Two and a half years. That's so crazy. Yeah, longest S- relationship
1: ever. It's amazing. I remember so. Um, and I do want us to talk about our relationship too in a bit. Uh-huh. Um, just as sisters and how different we are. But I remember when I was living in Montana still, like full time coming back for a visit and i met up with you at your old work (laughs) and we were out in the parking lot it was you mom and i and (laughs) and and mom's like sasha's like dating someone and i look at you and i'm like ooh, and i like start tickling you being all fucking annoying (laughs) as you're like smoking and um i was like who is he and you're like she
0: (laughs) and you're like the first question have you guys had sex (laughs) (laughs) like none of your fucking business and you're like yes
1: (laughs) no I love that and Uh, I mean it but it wasn't surprising to me yeah like it just felt so natural Mm -hmm. and it's I think it's because I've always seen you that way just loving humans like I've never I've never looked at you in that box kind of way like category like you were talking about earlier it's like I've just always seen you as someone open to loving everybody exactly yeah it's a really wonderful thing. Thanks. I remember when I, so I had, I dabbled with women for like a second. And by second, I mean like a fucking year. Like it was a while. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, And I told you about that. Yeah. And you were just like so fully supportive. Yeah. Because it was just something you understood. Mm-hmm. And that was like a really unique relationship too because it was polyamorous. It was like with the guy and the girl. Yeah. The couple. And you're like, cool, man good for you. Yeah. fun. Tell me what it's like. (laughs) I'll live my life vicariously through you for a few years until I grow balls to do it myself. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Yeah. But I've just, I I've always appreciated like your openness with sex. So you're with AJ now and she has a kiddo. She does. Talk about what that has been like for you.
0: Um, so she adopted Corbin Mm-hmm. When he was uh i think he was one year old or like nine months old or something like yeah. that when she officially um like wanted to adopt him mm-hmm. um and this was with um her ex wife her ex wife yeah. yeah um and so I knew that she had a kid and like the you know the mm-hmm. first date that we went on, you know she told me everything basically yeah. about her life that she has an ex wife you know yeah. and that she has this that she has like a. He was four at the time. Crazy. Oh, that's so crazy. <laughs> <Time's> <laughs> He's gonna be seven this like next month. He's gonna be seven. Such a neat age for you to come in on. I know. So um, I knew that she had a kid from the get go, yeah. and I, I didn't mind. Um. Uh, before her, though, you know, I think it was because of my feelings for her. I don't mind, but prior yeah. to being with her i you're like fuck no. i that was one of my things if you had children we were not dating <laughs> <Yeah. You're laughs> because like, i just didn't want to i didn't want to do that yeah no, like I like, didn't too know, much baggage yeah too much baggage and i was in that state of mind where i just wanted to be free and i didn't want to think about kids <laughs> you know and so i was just like that was one of the things if you had kids and it's not going to happen you know yeah um so when i met her i think it was just like My feelings were so strong for her, it didn't even matter. Yeah. You know, and so, and him and I are really close now. Mm -hmm. We have a great relationship, and he calls me Mama Sheem.
1: Mama Sheem. Yeah,
0: and he's just, he's cozy, you know? Yeah, he's hard. He is hard. Like kids are. Yeah, and it's hard to go from being a... single life, living on your own, you know, uh to full on family. To full on basically being a parent. Yeah. You know? And so that was a big change for me, but like I did it and I'm doing it. Yeah. And it's good.
1: Yeah. And it's I I love how I mean you and I kind of stepped into in a way similar situations just from coming from that neighborhood of like if you have kids we are not dating yeah. like that's where we <laughs> yeah. both were and just wanting like that freedom or at least a partner that could go be free with us yeah. to stepping into sort of a mother like role you more than me because our um, two have a mom who has her shit together you know yeah. she's able to be a, a good mom yeah. Um, but yeah it's just so weird how we both are in families now, yeah, and we were like, "What?
0: What the fuck? Yeah. It's the last place we thought we'd end up." <laughs> yeah, exactly. at least for me, you know, I didn't think this is where my life was gonna. Like, if you were to ask ask me five years ago, yeah, what my life would be like, right. this is not what, I've, what I would have fucking guessed. Yeah, <laughs> you know, sure. but I'm happy it is the way it is. Yeah,
1: know? same, and it's there's so much like softness and comfort in family yeah and I think you and I grew up in a pretty rough home Mm -hmm. I've talked about it a lot on the show from my perspective of course not yours but um I just think too when you come from a home no matter what it's like you kind of collect data on how you want yours to be Mm -hmm. and I just think it's cool that we're building that in our own weird unique ways I know yeah I just who who would have thought? I know. You can't even picture what your life is going to look like. I It'll know. look completely different.
0: It's so crazy.
1: Yeah, we've had you and I have had a fairly tumultuous, I'd say, relationship like just having I mean, we are so different. Mm-hmm. We are at opposite ends of the zodiac. <laughs> yeah. Sasha's a Cancer, July 14th. I'm a Capricorn. You're the mother, I'm the father sign. Yo daddy. <laughs> I'm daddy. <laughs> and we have different dads. Mm-hmm. And I just think I mean I'm so grateful that we're coming to a place of just better understanding with each other cuz we've fought a lot. Yeah. We have fought we most of our lives. Yeah. I mean a lot. How are you feeling about our relationship now?
0: I now it's I think it's way better than yeah. it used to be, you know. Yeah. I I think there was, we just fought about everything. Everything.
1: Everything. <laughs> like Literally the, everything. Yeah. The way we looked at each other. Yeah.
0: And I always just, like when I was younger, had a really short fuse. Yeah. Anger. And you knew how to light it up. <laughs> better you than anybody. Better than anybody. Yeah. <laughs> and
1: And that's so, that's so true. And I appreciate you saying you had a short fuse just because like, we and my short fuse is to sadness yeah yours is to anger yeah, minus to sadness and I think because we're so different I mean we have a lot more similarities now that I'm finding which mm-hmm. I love um because it's just makes it feel safer yeah. but like when we were little um I just think that like yeah I would pick on you because there was something there that like I don't know what it was. I don't know. Yeah. I think we were both just really hurting. Yeah. I think so much of our fighting came from just feeling like we needed to get something out, but we didn't really have like outlets to do it.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Because, I mean, we went through a lot of stress at a yeah. young age. Yeah. It started young.
1: Yeah. And it was, I mean, I talked about it a little bit in, no, a lot of it in episode three but that's the learning to take up space from a childhood of not belonging episode. And so just to give you a little backstory on my sister and I, but yeah, we have different dads. My dad's disabled. um, And her dad was extremely like physically and emotionally abusive and um, physically abusive to me, but very emotionally abusive to all of us. Yeah. And we just grew up in a home where we really had to, be careful be careful yeah we always had to be careful and scared and scared Mm -hmm. and like I think of this very often because it's like so moving to me now as an adult but like I just remember I I mean I lived in my bedroom like I was constantly yeah sent to my room and Sasha was like in this really like disempowered like quiet place because you were so little and you saw what was happening to me but you like didn't you couldn't do anything I so know, you were yeah. hopeless like helpless yeah and i remember like just getting sent to my room and i remember bawling in my bed like bawling just fucking hating my life i'm like i hate this why am i here why am i alive and i remember little you like tiptoeing and sneaking into my room to snuggle me oh my God. <laughs> I mean, you probably don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember You that were no. so small and you like, it was like all you could do. And you like crawled into my little twin bed and you wrapped your arms around me. Cause I, you, that's like all you could do. Yeah. And so, yeah, we just like, you would think like, because we grew up in that, like we would have just been so close, but it's like when you have that much like toxic stress in your body and so much fear and it we it makes sense why we fought, like, talking about it. Mm-hmm. Just, like, we needed outlets. And, like, we were the closest, but we also usually hurt the people you love the most. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And I think also, like, our age gap. That's a pretty big age gap for siblings, I Five think. Five years, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're still a little girl, and I'm, like, I don't know, quite a bit older. <laughs> yeah. Come closer. um But anyway... I'm happy where we are right now. Yeah,
0: me too. It's It took a long time. It took a long time.
1: <laughs> yeah, it took so much time. It's like I'm still like kind of in this place with you two of like almost waiting for like the rug to get pulled out because I'm so used to that pattern with us yeah. of like like things feel good. But then I like say something that like really fucking pisses you off, but it'll be like on accident and I haven't said anything in a long time and I'm glad, but I'm just excited for like more time to go by where it's just like nice and soft because I still think about that. Really? I, yeah, I do. Because it's like I, unlike you, like I'm not the quick to anger. I'm quick to sadness and like abandonment and fear. Yeah. And so for you, it probably, you don't think about it. No. Probably. No, not like
0: that. Yeah. I think of, you know, um, you can say whatever you want to say you know? yeah there shouldn't be any fear behind it
1: yeah but when it just makes sense why it's scary though because like the times where we have not talked I mean we've gone long times mm-hmm. of not talking and that was like death to me yeah. <laughs> you know yeah, and it's hard and uh, like is it, you feel okay talking about this, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's what we do on this show. It's just like talking about everything and no breaks, really. But like, yeah, I think like sister relationships are so complicated, but I'm like, they're so important. They
0: are important.
1: I can't imagine my life. Like if we didn't have each other and like that I, house. Well, we would have
0: died. We would have literally <laughs> <laughs> we would have died it would have been even harder so it's good to i i'm glad that you know we had each other to go through had someone there to go through the same stuff so. shared experience yeah, and that's what we'll take
1: into our like i think of us old like old fucking ladies like we're the only ones that will have each other and yeah. like n- have known a similar experience in life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And we're so lucky too like we would be super fucked up. Like four real meth heads today if we didn't have our mom. I know. She's the best. Yeah. She she was on the show, you guys. She was on epi- she was episode 2. Um but our mom is seriously like magic. And no she, she, she has it- not made the best decisions. <laughs> like most of us humans, but um, she's cozy. She's
0: cozy and she's, she's there. Mama. She's mama. She's mama. Mommy. <laughs> mama. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what I think of. Like, that is what I think of when I think of mom it's just like comfort. Yeah, like she was my safe place. That's why I was such a mama's girl. Yeah, because I just wanted a snug well, right but snug.
1: Yeah. And yeah, you would butt snug. I want butt snug. Yeah. And I was not at all like a mama's girl like as close as we were like, I think it's because I was because of the abuse that was yeah. going on. And I mean, it makes so much sense. We didn't figure out your Enneagram, did we? Your Enneagram number? It's no. that personality test thing. I don't think we did. Uh -uh. We we have to. It's like based on your childhood experience, what your personality is kind of shaped into. Um, Mm -hmm. It's really good, but I'm a seven, which is the enthusiast. And it's children that basically needed to, like very independent children that kind of went to create their own goodness and reality Yeah, (laughs) because it was so scary at home. And so that was so like, if you look up the childhood wound of a seven, it's me. We'll look up yours after this conversation. But anyway, it just, it's so interesting how we had, we grew up in the same house, but we also have had such different lives.
0: Yeah, it is. It's so crazy that we both, we both took, I feel like different things from it. You yeah. Know, we learn different things and And
1: impacted in different ways. Yeah. Yeah. Have different blocks, different hurt spots. Mm-hmm. It's it's nuts. Um so for anybody who might be I mean this this conversation was really just about, yeah, your experience and relationships and sex. But if anyone is looking or has had interest in exploring relationships with women or whatever do you have anything that you would want to share with them or I mean
0: yeah any advice yeah um for me personally it was like I was so mortified because I remember when I first met AJ I I met her at my old job and I delivered donuts to her work and I remember the first time I saw her and I was like, oh, Pulse. my fucking God. Yeah. I was like, I I can't stop thinking about her. And I, I was like, I need to do something about this. Like, I need to step out of my zone and do something about the way I feel. Because I was always the person that never took charge, like, never went out and asked somebody out you're more passive I was and I I was more of the person to kind of reel them in and ask me out you know like flirt with them so they would ask me like (laughs) for my number you know yeah I was never the person to be like very upfront right so
1: (laughs) one way we are very different
0: (laughs) so with her though I'm like I know this bitch isn't gonna ask me out because she thinks I'm straight So I'm going to have to be the one to ask her out. (laughs) Oh, my God. And I remember, (laughs) I'm so stupid. (laughs) I remember I was delivering donuts to her work. (laughs) And I had this plan. I made sure, like, my eyeliner was perfect. I made sure my hair was perfect. I was wearing, like, some booty shorts. And I was like, today's the day I'm going to ask her out. I'm going to just ask for her phone number. And I remember I walked into her work.
1: And you're probably shitting your pants I all morning. Was
0: like shaking in the shaking, car. chattering. I was like Oh my God, I don't know if I can do this. And so I get to her work and her and I would always like be kind of like passive, like flirty. Like we would I don't know, just like make Do it like little, little things. Like serious eye contact or just like Yeah. I don't know. Um and I pussied out, of course. Like I didn't ask her <laughs> out. And I remember driving back to work And I'm just like, I am so fucking dumb. Like, Like, because you didn't do it. And I I had planned it so I would only see her, like, twice a week. Oh, no. And I was like, I won't be able to see her until, like, seven days from now. (laughs) I'm like, I have to call her. (laughs) So I got back to work. And I called her work
1: phone. Oh, my God. (laughs)
0: Because what they were you
1: hiding in the bathroom? No,
0: I was outside, outside of my work, walking around in the woods, chain smoking. (laughs) Okay, I'm like on the clock. I'm supposed to be working and I'm (laughs) I'm calling her work. I hang up the first time. No. Yes. Because I was just like, what the fuck am I doing? You're so scared. I was so scared. And then I finally was like, I'm doing it. I'm just going to do it. And so I call her, and I'm like, oh, hey, this is, you know. I left
1: my maple bar no. behind. Can you bring no. it to me?
0: I I was like, hey, this is Sasha. Yeah, I delivered the donuts. Um, I was like, did you guys, did you end up giving me money <gasps>
1: You did not. <laughs> you did. I never heard this. And
0: she's just like, um, yeah. And I was like oh, okay. I was like, is this the girl with the, the short hair that always flirts with me? <gasps> and I shit my pants after.
1: And <laughs> you're like, then my pants filled with shit and I had to hang up the phone. <laughs>
0: and then she's like, she like laughs and she's just like, D- I think you mean the other way around. Oh, so like, sassy. Like man. I was the one who flirted with her and I was just like, um, so I, feel very drawn to you (gasps) and uh, I was just wondering if you wanted to go out sometime and she was just like are you serious and And I was like like, "Why? fuck (laughs) I almost hung up you're like wait why I'm like she's in a relationship I'm just gonna hang up now and then I have to get a new job because I can never (laughs) see your face again (laughs) and I'm just like I remember she's like are you serious and I'm just like yeah and she's like yeah what's your phone number oh and I was just like oh my god and then we went on our first date that night oh that
1: night yeah <laughs> you're like let me go home and take a shower because I'm covered in shit but yeah. then I'll meet you at La Caretta.
0: but I mean just like those small things like it was <laughs> to me, it was such a huge step. Yeah. Well, so you mean
1: like the small steps towards moving towards something exploring that. Something that you
0: want. I mean, yeah. it's something that I wanted so bad. Yeah. And I just came to a point with myself where I'm like, I need to stop being scared and I just need to try this. And I did. And I got the courage and it was one of the scariest things I've ever done in my life. Mm. But I mean, look where we're at now, you know, it's like it was so worth it. It's
1: inspiring. You had to just let go because obviously what was happening before wasn't serving you. You're like, I want this.
0: Yeah. And I wanted to try it out because at first, you know, I thought it was just going to be I didn't know it was going to blossom into this, you know, almost three year long relationship. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think her and I both thought, you know, I thought she was just rebounding because of her ex-wife. Mm -hmm. And then she thought I was just, you know, I just, I just wanted to fuck a girl. And you're like, well, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But then it just like, we became really close and just loved each other instantly. Yeah. Best friends and also super sexually attracted to each other. Yeah, It's like, it's, it's so crazy. Mm -hmm. It's like, I compare it to you know because then i think about like my first puppy dog love like feeling you know like butterflies with yeah. men like guys in general and it's like uh, the best way i can describe it is like men are like the kitty rides uh this is for me at least this, yeah <laughs> this is for we'll me clarify it's yours but, um men are like the kitty rides at yeah. like a fan. an amusement park <laughs> and then AJ's like the screaming eagle <laughs> <laughs> the screaming eagle yeah. at, Oak's at Park. Oak's park. <laughs> she's like the screaming eagle Aww. so it's just like there it was such a drastic difference yeah. in uh, do you think that that drastic
1: difference was just like that i mean she is more androgynous and mm-hmm. has that cute-ass, like, boy look. Mm-hmm. But she also is so feminine. She Whether is, she will admit it or she not. She does admit Okay. It. She does. She's such a softie and has <laughs> tenderness. Is. So do you think that was the shift for you? Just, yeah.
0: Well, it took a long time for her to be like that with me because she Closed has, off. She was very closed <laughs> off. It had so many walls. Yeah. And I, you know, it took a long time for her to trust me yeah and it took me a long time to trust her too. like most relationships yeah. and then you know we accepted each other and yeah we learned how to trust each other and I also it, love that you guys like
1: like hi and I my husband like we all met in person
0: I know there's
1: something I have a lot it's of friends special it is special and I'm not like downing fucking online dating but it's like i have so many friends that are miserable Tinder. with it and it's like you don't have to do it Mm-mm. it's like that lifting your sail to the wind of luck like yeah. lift your sail put yourself in positions where you might meet someone exactly and it's yeah. just there's magic in meeting someone in
0: person it is yeah and i'm really grateful for that because whenever someone asks oh how did your girlfriend like you and your girlfriend meet yeah and i'm like oh i actually you know I, she was a customer at my work basically, yeah. you know, and they're like, really? Oh my God. I'm like, how'd you meet yours? And they're like Tinder. And I, I'm, I'm like, literally,
1: <laughs> You're like, ew. Hope it's a great one. No. Yeah. I, and I've seen a lot of relationships work online. Well, not, okay. Yeah. That's, that's I know a little a generous. I know yeah.
0: a few that actually are off of Tinder and they've been together for a while. Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, it
1: works. Right. What's the biggest challenge in your life right now? Uh, relationship wise, anything, what's anything? the first thing that pops into
0: your mind? I think, um, oh God, that's a hard question.
1: Did one thing pop up? Yeah. Um, that's the one.
0: Uh, I would say <laughs> it's, it's been really hard. Um, I want a new home mm-hmm. because where we're living, you know, AJ had lived there with her ex wife. Yeah. And so it's always been, it hasn't bothered me, you know, I got over it, but it's just something that's always been in the back of my mind of, I want a place that is ours, mm-hmm. not theirs. It's you important. Know, like there's, there's so much uh, history in that Yeah. and where she lives now, like where I live now, you know, and I really want to, that's our goal this year is try to find a a new space for us where we can make our own memories. And I think that's, that's a big struggle for me sometimes. Yeah. And
1: it's also just that practice and patience. You're like, I don't want
0: to be patient. I just want to play. Yeah. It's hard to be patient with that, especially. Absolutely.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, What are you most proud of
0: about who you are? Um, I, I think I've always worked my ass off and I think that's, always been a really good quality that I've always had is um I work hard whenever I have a job you know I I work hard at things that I want you know and I I appreciate that in myself Mm -hmm. because a lot of people I mean of course people work and they do their own thing but that's something that AJ and I have in common is we both work our asses off Mm. to get what we want you know and I believe that you have to work hard in getting what you want
1: yeah so it's not just going to be handed to you yeah Yeah.
0: exactly and so that's one quality that I appreciate in myself
1: yeah that's a good one and what do you think your biggest limiting belief about yourself is something that makes you just feel kind of stuck or stunted or I'll never be able to blank
0: I think I always, because I didn't finish high school, I always feel like I'm not smart enough or that I have boundaries of what I can do, you know, um, like job wise. Yeah. Because I, I don't want to be in the service industry for ever, you know, I'd like to own my own business one day Mm -hmm. and make a lot of money yeah I want to be well off you know like I want to be comfortable in life and make something of myself Mm -hmm. yeah you will so it's yeah that's 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 huge
1: and that's something we share for sure just I mean I graduated high school but I dropped out of college and it's but you're right there like you're right there you're seeing me with a business businesses Mm -hmm. and I love like what you've talked to me about just plans and ideas and dreams and it's all happening. It's all moving.
0: I know. You just got to be
1: patient. Yeah. Patient. You're like, fuck. I know. I don't want to be
0: patient anymore. (laughs) I feel like I just want everything to go and fast emotion you know just i know when i get there yeah because life's hard you it know?
1: is you just want comfort yeah we all just want comfort mm-hmm. i think that it comes down to that it's like can we just all be cozy yeah. comfortable secure and loved yes the end the end yeah well thank you so much for coming on the show you're welcome i love you i love you <laughs> bye <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. I have Sasha's Instagram linked in the show notes if you want to reach out to her and connect. I also have a free event that I'm hosting on Saturday, February 22nd at my home in Oregon, just outside of Portland. And that is going to be linked in the show notes. Again, this is a free event that I'm co-hosting with Cassie Knabel from episode 15. Go give that a listen. And we would just love for you to join us for a cozy morning, small bites, kombucha, mimosa, facials. We are going to treat you like princesses and we're just going to talk about all things skin related and you're going to leave with your own self-care package that um, Cassie and I curated ourselves. So thanks again so much for being here. I love you so much. Have a wonderful day. Bye.